Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives Podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. We just wrapped our series on reframing from the art of thinking brilliantly last week. Before starting into a new series or topic, I'm going to pull a single episode from the Life Questions series that Graham did on BTV, specifically episode four, which is titled, What Are You Believing God For in Your Current Situation? This is actually a great tie-in to reframing because as we learned in reframing, not only are we choosing new thoughts and the perspectives God has, the ways that we think in the mind of Christ, but we learn to ask better questions. And this is a fantastic one. In your current situation, not just who is God going to be for you and how can you find a place of peace, of course, but what are you believing him for? Where's your expectation? Where's your hope? Where are you expecting faith and favor in the Lord? So in this episode, we will be asking, in my situation, is a new level of favor and faith opening up to me? And Lord, what am I believing you for in this opportunity? We'll also explore a few other things like how to experience new levels of favor and faith in your relationship with the Lord, how every situation is primarily about who God wants to be for you, the reality of how his favor helps us to overcome, and the importance of learning to live a life full of faith, not just in what he'll do for us, but in who he is, which is marvelous and unchanging, as you know, if you've been with us for any amount of time. So thank you for joining today. I hope this is a blessing for you. And I encourage you, take one or two of those questions away today and engage with the Lord on them this coming week, these coming few weeks, and really take what you've learned if you've been with us uh, through reframing and what you learned from this one and apply it with him because everything has to gain traction and be assimilated that we learn into the context of our relationship and our connection with the three, with the Father, with Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. And of course, like any relationship that requires communication, it requires communion, it requires interaction, and taking time to stop and think about one another, listen to each other, and look at one another. Imagine yourself looking into his eyes and imagine the way that the Father and Jesus look at you when they're with you. It's always with great love, great affection, and delight. Because as you know from Graham's teachings, the Father put Christ into you so that he could always be delighted with you. He could always approve of you. He could always see beauty and glory inside you. You are a new creation in Christ. The old is gone and the new has come. And he sees that every single time. He looks at you and remembers that whenever he's interacting with you. So approach the throne of grace boldly and confidently with joy and expectation to connect with your Father, with Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. Enjoy these questions, enjoy this episode, and I'll catch you next week. Today we're looking at asking the question of God, in my situation, is a new level of favor and faith opening up to me in your relationship with me? And Lord, what am I believing you for in this opportunity? Every circumstance is an opportunity to experience God and to experience and encounter new levels of favor and faith 
in your relationship with the Lord. That's primarily what every situation is about, who God wants to be for you and who you are in Him. Favor is being convinced that God is totally for you. And you knowing that you have His special consideration in the situation that you're in. So we're confident. We're learning to be full of faith in relationship with Him. Favor changes our lens on the world. Because we learn to live feeling approved of, highly regarded by the Lord, and totally loved by Him. You know, in the Old Testament, favor was how God saw people. So when you look at the first eight references of favor, it's always talking about, Lord, if I found favor in your sight, if I have favor in your eyes. Ha, New Testament, so much better. Because we're in Christ, no one has more favor than he does. So we're favored because the Father put us into Christ. Yahoo, I hear you say. And we have favor also because of the Father's relationship with Christ in us. It's like, really? You can't lose. Whatever the Father is to Jesus, He is to us also. That is favor. And the beautiful thing about that, there's nothing for us to do to gain favor. Our role, really, is learning to receive favor and to learn how to stay in that place of the goodness and the kindness of God always showing up. And you know, and if you don't see it initially, we're confident that we're gonna see it eventually. It's just timing. And timing belongs to God, but preparation belongs to us. It's in our promises and God's provision that are just waiting to be discovered by us. I remember, I remember being on uh, a flight to Australia. And um, on long-haul flights, you need some favor because I was hoping, because I had so many uh, air miles, I was hoping to get upgraded to at least business class. No business class, no first-class seats available. In fact, I got one of the worst seats on the plane. I'm like uh, in the middle of this row, and I have this family kind of around me, uh, a woman traveling by herself and two small kids and the baby. And so uh, one of the first things around the meal time, I cut up all her food so she could hold the baby and eat. And then she's trying to get these uh, two kids to sleep and the baby is crying. So I just went to the stewardess and said, look, this is what's happening. Um, I'm going to hold the child and because, you know, I'm a, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather. I know how to put kids to sleep. In fact, I know how to put people to sleep. So she laughs and she comes back. And I just say to the woman sitting next to me, would it be okay if I hold your child while you get your kids to sleep? So that's fine. Studious is going to watch me all sorted out. So I'm just walking around and uh, the child begins to be restful. She's not asleep yet. Kids, the other kids are down, and I just say to the woman, why don't you put your seat back and have a snooze, and I'll hold the baby. And anyway, she woke up, 
five hours later and the baby's asleep <laughs> on me. And um, so that was it. That was my plane ride going out to Australia. And uh, but what was fascinating was, as I was getting off, the stewardess said, you know, what you did was really lovely. And I just really appreciate it. And, um, and I said, oh, no worries, you know. But when I came back home, when I was coming back home, I got to the airport and discovered that this stewardess had upgraded me to first class on my flight home. And here was the amazing thing. I should have been really tired starting my tour, but I wasn't. I just think that grace and so on gives you an energy. But I was exhausted at the end of my tour and to have a seat in first class, oh my goodness. That's favor. It doesn't always work the way you want, but it always works. And <clears throat> here's my question. If we believed our favor is always present, how would that change our relationship with the Lord? I think we would live more amazed. We'd be more astonished. We would be more into marveling at what God is doing in us, through us, and for us. It would put us in a place where we would be, um, we'd have an upgraded sense of what his presence really meant. And faith wouldn't be an issue. Because, you know, faith is an outcome of relationship with God. Uh, faith works by love. And when you know that you are loved, you can begin to understand who God wants to be for you and the favor that comes with that. So we understand favor in the context of God's affection and love for us. And that's important because too often we try to have faith, but it doesn't work like that. You can't work up faith. It is an outcome of our relationship with God. It comes to us because he loves us. And his love empowers us to believe. And as we rejoice and give thanks in his love, faith is what rises to the surface in us. So if you don't have faith, concentrate on loving God and being loved. Faith will be there. I love rejoicing because it denies the possibility of doubt and anxiety. And it's a barrier to those things forming. So all of us need to work on our thanks and our rejoicing. Oh, seriously. No, like seriously work on it every day. Every week at least work on it. So as we rejoice in who God is for us, our believing escalates into a faith that can actually move mountains. So what if your circumstances right now are designed to create a new level of faith in you. You'd be interested in that, right? <laughs> new circumstances that are designed to upgrade our current faith. They can open us up to a whole new place in the affections of God. They'll also open us up to new pressures that will challenge where we are now in our trust. But that's all part of growing up into Christ. Learning how to rejoice is what strengthens our ability to stay focused. So you can work through the stress in order to upgrade to the next level of faith. I think that's our real job here, is 
to abide in the gains we've already made as we partner with the Holy Spirit for the new faith that he is releasing. You can't stay at the same level of faith for your whole life. You need a breakthrough. And that breakthrough energizes us to practice a new faith so we get an upgrade, we can see more, we can receive more. And the follow-through of that breakthrough empowers us to establish this lifestyle at a new level. So I like rejoicing in what God is doing because my learning and my experience is a critical factor in occupying a new level. And then you get to speak back to the Lord. I totally believe in who you are to me here. You said this, I believe this, that jolly well settles it. And as we express our thanks, you know, like, Lord, I thank you for your promises to me. I thank you for your word towards me. I thank you for your intentions towards me in this place. We get to hear God say, these things I've spoken to you so that my joy may be in you. John 15, 11. It's a joy to speak the words of the Lord right back to him. And as we do, faith rises. That's why I read my prophecies out loud to the Lord. Because as I do, faith rises in me. And we need to understand that experiencing our favor in Christ unlocks the door of faith. We begin to believe God for something new. That's what your current situation is about. So here's an activation for you. Is there a new level of favor for you to encounter with the Lord? What fresh level of faith is that favor opening up for you now? What are your circumstances giving you the opportunity to believe? Remember that. Your circumstances are your opportunity. Another question, what impact will that experience have in your relationship with him? It's important that you listen to your language when you talk about your challenges. Is it full of favor and faith? Or is it uncertainty and doubt or even fear? Is there expectation or resignation? Make a list the current challenges in your life. It could be with situations, or it could be about the people that are surrounding you right now that may be making life difficult. Ask yourself, what promises do I have from God for this situation? Promises in scripture, or in words that have been spoken over you, Maybe it's time to discover a new promise. Then look for how your promises describe your favor. I think favor is always present. So ask yourself that question. What favor is present in these words? Because I know there is some. You can write them out on a card and put it where you'll see it often. And enjoy coming to the Lord with a big smile. Lord, you said this to me. I've got it written down here. You said this to me. Let me read it out to you. I think he loves that. He hears you. 
and he's partnering with you. And by reading it out, you're creating an expectation in you that he will partner with you. And then you can enjoy the discoveries of favor and faith that are always present. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you next time.